Hello, everyone. Uh, as we spoke last week, uh, Joe will not be joining me uh, for the foreseeable future. So with that, we kind of uh, have been trying to expand on our interview section just so that we have, you know, something different so no one has to listen to me uh, talk all the time. And we are going to be bringing you uh, a very special guest this week. It is going to be Amy Lee Andrews. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Very good. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone who may not know who you are? Uh, yeah, so I uh, was a Playboy Playmate in 2010. Um, I was Miss April, and um, it was a very cool experience. I'm coming up on my 10-year anniversary of being a centerfold, so that's a pretty big deal. So, yeah. Okay. Thank, well, very nice to meet you, and I'm sure everyone's excited to hear about this. Uh, whenever we usually have an interview, we like to always start out with a little bit of an introduction, you know, where you were from, your family life, education. So, uh, where were you? Where did you grow up? Um, so, I actually grew up in Conyers, Georgia, which is a small town about 40 minutes east of Atlanta, um, kind of, you know, small suburban town, um, grew up there, graduated high school, and immediately moved to the big city <laughs> of Atlanta, and uh, went to college at Georgia State University there. Okay, so Georgia State's actually in uh, Atlanta? It is, yeah, okay. right in downtown Atlanta. So, yeah, I was ready to get out of the small-town atmosphere and <laughs> immerse myself in, in what culture I could get <laughs> okay. in, in Atlanta. How many people were in your uh, graduating class, just to kind of get the size of it? Oh, gosh, you know, I'm not even sure. I would probably say oh, around maybe maybe a couple hundred, 150. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, it was it was pretty small. Yeah, pretty relatively small for sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure me and Joe's class at the time, we had like one of the highest graduating classes, and I think we were like maybe in the 400, so yeah, I could definitely see uh, where, you know, that's definitely a smaller town. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely like a southern, very southern um, conservative town. <laughs> okay. Now, brothers, sisters, anything like that? Uh, yeah, I have two younger brothers, so I'm the oldest, and yeah, so I have my baby brothers, they're super cute, um, but yeah, those are my only two siblings, so I kind of grew up and ruled the roost in my household. <laughs> okay. Now, you said you went to college, did, did you uh, graduate, what was your major? Yeah, so I was a communications major. Um, my concentration was in film and video. And uh, yes, I did graduate with my bachelor's degree in 2009, actually. Okay. Yeah. Now, you're there. Uh, were you living in a dorm, in an apartment? What was the... Yeah, so I had a dorm room uh, right on campus. And um, yeah, I lived there. Uh, definitely had a great kind of, you know, college experience, um, didn't join a sorority, but, you know, still had that kind of uh, college atmosphere very much. Um, and then it's funny because um, the way that I, I actually ended up doing a casting call for Playboy was because I saw a flyer on campus um, advertising that they were going to be doing a casting in Atlanta, um, it was right before I graduated, too, so it was kind of perfect timing. And um, I remember I saw the flyer hanging up, and I was like, I need to go to this. <laughs> okay. So were, did you model it all before that, or was this totally new? Totally new, but at the time, I don't know if you guys remember, but that show, The Girls Next Door, was super popular, um, and so, you know, Playboy had kind of made this, like, mainstream resurgence, and everyone was kind of talking about Playboy a lot at the time, and so being a Playmate was just something that I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do this, so, yeah, very, um, 
very cool experience and kind of interesting story as to how that all came to be. Okay. I, I've never heard of the show. Not like I have the box set at my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a reality TV show that was popular back in the early 2000s. And it just basically showed like Hef and his three girlfriends and how they, you know, lived their lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, were you ever on that show? Um, I made a small appearance when I was out there testing for Playmate. They were filming, and I so I was on like one episode, just kind of briefly. But um, I never had like a, a storyline or anything. <laughs> okay. Now, you go to college. You graduate. You go out for this. Uh, you see the photo shoot. Did they fly you out? Did you shoot there? What? How did how did this all come to kind of fruition? Yeah, so so it was interesting. So I went to the casting call in Atlanta, and you know you go and it was held in in the ballroom of um, the Sheridan Hotel or somewhere like that. You go and you take some photos. You know, I had like a bikini on, and um, you know they send you on your way. So it, about two weeks after. Um, that I received a phone call and they said we would love to fly you out to do a playmate test shoot and so ultimately you know that was obviously my goal so I was beyond excited and I remember I got the call I was sitting in art history class at school and they called I saw a 310 area code pop up which is LA and I was like oh my gosh and I ran out of the, the classroom to answer the call, and you know, then they asked me, am I interested in testing for Playmate? So yeah, so then you get flown out to LA, you stay at the mansion. There, there was a guest house that on the property, like kind of in the backyard that you would, um, girls would stay at when they came for shoots. Uh, so yeah, I stayed there, got to you know tour the mansion, meet half, uh, go to the photo shoot the next day, um, and yeah, it was it was crazy cool. Okay, how old were you at this time? At this time, I was twenty four, twenty three, okay. maybe twenty three. I think. <laughs> now you go, you go, you fly over there. How long did they keep you out there for? Was it? You know, just for the, the weekend, for the but, shoot? Yeah, or? I think just the weekend. It was like a weekend. I think I flew in on a on a Friday, did the shoot on Saturday morning, and then hung out Sunday, and then left Monday. So it was just kind of a weekend deal. Oh, okay. Now, with this, do they... Like, this is just a shoot. This doesn't guarantee you to get into into the magazine, correct? Right, exactly. So... You do the shoot, and then they, they have to actually evaluate the photos and, you know, decide if you're, uh, meet the playmate criteria. <laughs> and then um, you get, I got a phone call. It was, I would say, gosh, probably three weeks after the playmate test shoot. And I, I had been home for, yeah, I'd say about three weeks. And they called, and they said, hey, we just want to let you know that you're going to be Miss April uh, 2010. And I was, you know, just ecstatic. <laughs> I could not believe it. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of surreal. For, you know, I, I can't even begin to explain, like, how, at that age, how exciting something like that was. Oh, absolutely. Now, the who calls you? Is it is it Hugh himself? Is it uh, just editors? Is it the, the photographer? Yeah. It was just the, the photo editor, uh, this lady, she called me. Yeah, so, so Hef doesn't actually personally call you himself. That would have been amazing. <laughs> but I imagine he had a lot of other things to do. So, yeah, but he definitely made the decision as to whether or not you, you know, became a centerfold. Okay. Now, when you get flown out, are you there with a bunch of other girls, or is it kind of like... You're all there for it's just you for this weekend, and you're you're the all important person. No, there was actually several other girls there at the time. Um, well, of course, his three girlfriends that he had at the time were there. They 
you know, lived there in the house. And then there were some other models, uh, other playmates that were staying in the guest house as well who were just there doing uh, shoots. Like one of them was actually shooting her playmate pictorial. And then there were a couple of other girls that were just there visiting from out of state. Um, you know, so yeah, it was it was a group of a, a group of us for sure um, on that trip. Yeah. Okay. Now you do these photos, and is it more of just like you're by like a green screen, or are you actually like say at a pool or at a tennis court, like it would actually oh. go into the to the magazine? On location in the in the real places for sure. They had a huge budget um, back then, and I'm pretty sure they've cut that budget a little bit currently. But yeah, that when I shot mine, it was a huge production. Um, they would rent out, you know, whole places just for the shoot for the day. And um, yeah, once well for my playmate test shoot. Hold on, let me let me rewind for the playmate test shoot. You're actually in a studio. Okay. So you're, yeah, so they have, like, the Playboy headquarters, and so they have a studio inside where they, you know, they do photo shoots and all of that. So the test shoot was just, like, kind of a fake, like, backdrop type of deal. And then once, you know, I got uh, approved to be Playmate, then for that, it was everything on location, really big budget. The whole thing took about two weeks to complete. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. are most of, like, the centerfolds done in California, or is it, do they go, you know, kind of like Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, where they go to all these different locations, or is everything kind of centralized around, you know, the Playboy Mansion and the Playboy Headquarters area there? So, definitely not. They, um... They, mine was done in L.A., but I know a lot of girls, um, especially if they were from exotic places, they would fly down to wherever they, the girl is from. Okay. They would be, do these, like, amazing, you know, exotic locale shoots. Um, I know one girl got to go to somewhere in Mexico, um... So yeah, there's, they definitely would go, I think one time they flew all the way to the Philippines to shoot this girl that was from there. Um, so yeah, definitely didn't keep it local um, by any means. But I think now they do primarily. They try to keep the budget a little bit lower these days. Right, I got you. Now, you were, you were Playmate of the Month. You, you've, as you said before, you met Hugh. How, how often, how many times did you meet him? How often did you go to the mansion? Were you ever there for any of the parties? What was, what was that like? So once my issue came out in April, 2010, I moved from Atlanta to LA and, um, I was at the mansion all the time. Uh, worked as, so once you're a playmate, you work for the company as a brand ambassador, hosting events, hosting parties. Um, so I, tra- I was traveling a lot for work, but whenever I was home in L.A., I would go to the mansion all the time. Met Hef on countless occasions. So every Sunday they used to have this event called Fun in the Sun, and it was a pool party they had every Sunday. And Hef and his friend would always sit out by the pool and play backgammon. And us girls would, you know, lay out, swim in the pool, order food and drinks. They had, like, a butler that would come out there and take our orders. Um, So that was every Sunday we had an open invitation to go to that, you know, party or event um, at the mansion. So... That was always fun, and then after the pool party during the day, we would have um, movie night, and um, Hef would always get a new movie that was still in theaters, and he would show uh, whatever the popular movie was at the time, and he would show that, so that was always fun. Um, And we would have dinner, he would have like a buffet dinner, and then we would go um, all watch the movie in the theater room. 
So that was like a really cool thing because it was a more intimate experience at the mansion. And then, of course, I've been to many, many of the parties, um, the Midsummer's, Midsummer Night's Dream party, the Halloween party, there's New Year's Eve, Fourth of July, uh, the Easter party was always really fun. He would have an Oscars party. So I've definitely attended all of those, um, and they were so much fun, so amazing, tons of, you know, beautiful playmates everywhere and celebrities. It was such a great time. Um, I will say the best party, my personal favorite, was always the Halloween party because I feel like everyone really just like threw down and had a great time and you know it was just one of those kind of wild parties everybody really let their hair down at. Yeah you actually took the uh, the next question right out of my mouth that was it because uh we've actually interviewed a, a few of uh the other playmates uh, I'm not sure if you're friends with them but uh it's one that shares your name Nikki Lee. Yeah yeah I know Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yep. Raquel Poplam and Irina Voronina. So we, we've interviewed them, and, and they've all had different reasons for saying which party they liked, and, and yours, I, I would definitely see where it could be that. Yeah, it's, um, it's funny, because I guess everyone is different with their favorite parties, and I know, like, uh, Raquel and Nikki very well. We've partied at many of those events together, and... Um, they're uh, they're such fun girls. Yeah, I know. I know all three of them actually. Okay. We know how to pick them here at Bulls in the Ring. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You do. I agree. <laughs> so you were friends with them from that. Uh, who else was in your year that you're friends with that you still talk to regularly? So my best girlfriend from uh, my year is Heather Ray Young. Um, Heather was Miss February 2010 and she is a really dear friend of mine to this day we I just saw her in LA um like last week so yeah I would say she's definitely my my go-to girl that I really bonded with from from that year yeah okay she's uh, actually dating the one guy from that home improvement show right yeah Tarek yeah, yeah. they've They've been dating now for, I think, coming up on a year. And she is on that Netflix show, Selling Sunset, um, which is uh, super great if you haven't checked that out. But, yeah, so she's doing really well, and they're so cute together, <laughs> her and Tarek. I, thank God you cause I said it because I would not be able to pronounce his name, so I appreciate that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I hear you. Everyone says Tarek. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> yeah, it's Tarek. <laughs> So, uh, looking into you, you were, uh, would you call it a brand ambassador for Playboy Golf? What, what would be essentially your title on that? Yeah, so with Playboy Golf, essentially, they would reach out to the Playmate Promotions Department, which is who my boss, was, you know, that's who, who hired me out for jobs. So, Playboy Golf would reach out to the Playmate Promotions Department and, um, you know, ask my availability to see if I could work certain tournaments that they would have throughout the country. And so I started working them right after my issue came out. Um, I met the guy, the president of Playboy Golf at a party and we immediately um, just kind of hit it off and became really great friends. And um, he hired me for so many events. I mean, I got to work in Costa Rica, Australia, um, you know, all over the United States. We did a tournament in Hawaii. Um, so it was really such a fantastic experience. But yeah, for that job, basically, we would be the playmate slash celebrity host for the golf event. So they would... Um, you know, have these uh, teams, the foursome teams for the golf, and they would get, you know, as many groups of four as they could, and they would hold these tournaments. And it was a really cool deal because they would have, you know, a certain number of them um, across the country throughout the year. And then at the end of the year, um, whoever, they would have, like, a finals tournament. So for each team that won, 
at those tournaments throughout the year, they would have those winners come and play in the finals. And then there would be, like, obviously, like, an ultimate um, team that would win the finals event. And so so it was really cool because the finals uh, event was always held in L.A. at the Playboy Mansion is where they would have the, the big party to celebrate after the tournament was over. So it was a really cool thing, very fun organization to work for. So would it be like almost like a pro-am, or was it just events held by individual golf courses that would ask Playboy Golf to come in? Uh, no, so so the guy, AJ, who was the president, he bought the licensing logo from Playboy to be able to use, like, the Playboy Bunny logo and to use, you know, the name. And so he would just book out these these tournaments so he would reach out to the you know the, the country clubs or you know the places and he would um he would just book it and so the team you know the forcing teams they would all have to pay a certain amount to play in the in the tournament okay i, I kind of get it now do you play golf actually no, I actually do not play golf. I learned a little bit when when I was, you know, working those uh, those tournaments, but uh, no, I don't play. So pretty much our job primarily was to we would go around on the on a golf cart and we would me and whatever other playmates were hosting the event, and we would take photos with all of the different teams. Okay. So we would just take a group picture with them, and that, that was pretty much our job for the day was to go out on the golf course and make sure that we took a photo with each group. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bad gig, especially if you're getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, it was great money, and, I mean, the golf courses were usually so beautiful, and you're working with, you know, girls that you know that you're friends with, and, you know, we would just, ride around on a golf cart and, you know, sneak a few drinks and <laughs> take some photos with the guys. And it was really fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I do when I play golf. I, I hit a ball, I try to chase it, and it's just mainly drinking beer and, and having cigars. So, Yeah, I see why you guys like it out there. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, we always ask this. We've asked the other uh, interviewees this. What is your, like, maybe fondest memory of Hef? How was he as a person? So, in my opinion, I, Hef was just such a classy gentleman. Um, he was very funny and very witty. Um, he always, like, had, you know, a joke or a clever comeback. Um, he was he's very sharp, very sharp man. And... Uh, had a great sense of humor and he was very warm and you could tell that he genuinely got satisfaction out of making people's dreams come true. Um, so that was always very, you know, heartwarming to me to, to see that you could clearly tell that he, he really did uh, love, you know, seeing people feel satisfied and fulfilled. Um, yeah, he, he honestly, I would say, you know, he's one of the best guys I've ever met in my life. He was really a true gentleman. And as far as my favorite memory of him, um, I'm trying to think. Gosh, we had, I, I would say the first night that I ever went to the mansion, I was there for my Playmate test shoot. We went out to dinner and we went to a club afterwards. And me and all of the other girls and his girlfriends, we were out on the dance floor dancing, having drinks, and he got up and he came out there and he was just doing his thing, dancing and having such a great time. And just like, you know, for his age, I mean, the way he could still move and he was just laughing. He just had such a youthful spirit and, and just great energy about him. And I remember like in that moment, you know, we're all out there just like, having fun. And I thought, wow, like what a great life this guy lives. <laughs> um, so that, that kind of that memory, that, that image sticks out in my mind for sure. Okay. So you, you actually went to like a, a regular club right out in, in the city. 
Yeah, in L.A., um, we went to a nightclub, and, I mean, we had security, of course. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, security with us, and we would go in, and we we went straight to um, the VIP. You know, we got a table, and it was roped off, and we had our own little area where we could dance. So we weren't actually in with like the general public. Okay, yeah, that was going to be my next question. If like, like, what were people thinking, seeing all this going on? So. Oh, it was such a big show, you know. Especially then, um, there was just so much excitement. <laughs> like when he would show up, you know, with these all these girls, and it would just be him, and you know, yeah, I just always remember people wanting to take photos and. There was always a lot of commotion, you know, when he was present like that out in public. Okay. Because it's funny you bring that up, and it kind of brings me back to, uh, we were actually in Vegas for a bachelor party, and it was, we went to the Palms that night when the, uh, when the Playboy Club was there. Did you ever go to there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like, we used to refer to the Palms as our home away from home. Because, you know, the Playboy Club was there, and we were always going out there for events. We had, like, discounted room rates. We could go to the Palms, stay at the Palms, like, you know, when we, even when we weren't working. Um, it was kind of like our little uh, Playboy home in Vegas. Okay, yeah, because with you speaking of, like, having the, the area quarantined off, when we went there that night, we, we ended up in, in the Playboy Club, but then um, my favorite football team is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they were having a birthday party for one of the guys there, and somehow I slipped past the, the ropes, and no one stopped me, and I was actually hanging out with them, and it turned into just a, a great story, but I just wasn't sure if it was like kind of the same thing. Like, you were in a VIP area, people could obviously see you, but you weren't, say, accessible. Yeah, yeah, it was like that, exactly. So we were kind of roped off and had our own private little area so nobody could come over there. And, you know, even when we had to leave to go to the bathroom, we were escorted by a security guard, you know, and they would wait for us outside of the bathroom. So, yeah, it was, it was we definitely felt safe. <laughs> All right, I mean, with that gone now and then the Playboy Mansion obviously being uh, sold, have you ever been to the uh, the Playboy Club in New York now? I have not been yet, and I definitely need to go up there and check it out. I've heard really good things. Okay, yeah, because we're really not that far from the city, and I've always wanted to, you know, since I heard about it coming there, I always wanted to go. And it's funny that, you know, it's this close now because this is way before mine and your times, uh, there actually used to be a Playboy Club in the next town over, right on the. In, we're right on the New York New Jersey border, and there was actually a Playboy Playboy Club in. Uh, they called it, uh, I think Vernon Valley or uh, Playboy Club New Jersey, but it was right over there. And my father was actually a member of it. So, oh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I I remember hearing about all of those clubs. You know that they used to have. I mean, I think everywhere pretty much um was that they had a playboy club in every major city yeah so um, it, yeah i um i definitely want to check that one in the, excuse me <laughs> the one in new york um because i've heard my girlfriend cassandra was saying that it is gorgeous on the inside now do you know do they like call you up and say hey listen we're putting a a picture of you in there we're putting anything like that do you ever get any like uh correspondence in regards to that no so they own the copyrights to you know all of those photos so they can pretty much do whatever they want without having to ask permission um but it is so cool when you see yourself you know it, like uh, a lot of the girls are on the slot machines in the casinos i still see them in Vegas, um, the bathroom at the Playboy Club in Vegas had everyone centerfold. But yeah, that's always cool. But uh -huh. yeah, they don't ask us. <laughs> they <Yeah>. don't have to. <laughs> well, not, I mean, not even so much asking, but just saying, "Hey, listen, we're going to put the, you know, we're going to put your whatever your, yeah, your centerfold to let picture." You know. In. Yeah. No, I know. I wish they would because there have been times where I'll have friends say, "Oh, I saw you in this." 
Playboy calendar. And I'm like, really? Can you send me <laughs> can you send me a picture? Because I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, no, yeah, I wish they would because that has happened several times where I'm like, oh, man, I wish I would have known. <laughs> now... We were when we were speaking with the other other uh, ladies. They talked about having the uh, the bunny uh, uniform. Did you have one, and what color were you? I did have one. Um, as a playmate who works a lot, you typically would get a bunny costume if you lived out of state or you just didn't really work for the company very much. You know, you probably didn't get a bunny costume. Um, I did, and mine was pink. Uh, which was what I wanted and the color I told her. And she, so what they do is they give you a costume that has already been worn by another girl and that girl's retired. And then, so she's obviously not going to be working and wearing it anymore. And so they'll find like a costume that is close enough to, to fitting your body and then they'll tailor it to your specifications and measurements. But, um, yeah, I remember, like, in the tag of my bunny costume, it had, like, the names of the, the girl before. The, it was, like, two girls before me that had worn that costume. So that was kind of interesting that not every girl got a brand-new bunny costume. They were kind of, like, passed down a couple of times before they would make a new one. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not sure if they if uh, the other girls explain that, but I, that's – I, I kind of like the way that that's done. It's almost like a legacy type of thing, like passing the torch. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. And now I think that they may always make new ones for each girl. I don't know exactly, but, yeah, that was, I always thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> so do you still have yours, or did you give it back? So I gave it back. They they keep them. Like, no one is actually supposed to have it. Oh, okay. Um, I had mine for a really long time because I was working a lot of events, and they said just keep it, you know, rather than just, like, giving it back and forth, you know, so I was working a lot. And then it finally it needed to be dry cleaned, so I had to send it in because they had, like, a special way they would clean them. And, I, and then I never worked. I haven't worked a um, party or an event since I sent it back. So I kind of lost hold of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, though, most girls don't have theirs. So that's not typical. You They hold on to them. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. Playboy's definitely kind of changed since, you know, Hugh, Hugh left us. It, are How do you embrace this new type of change with, you know, the way that they went with the magazine with uh, doing it, you know, non-nudity and then going back, everything with that, like, do you still feel it's the same type of magazine or is it ch change and evolve for the better? You know, I honestly, I mean, it's a little bit of, you know, have some nostalgia, so I could be biased, but I think that the way that it was, was better <laughs> because now it's like, the mansion's gone. There's no, there's nowhere for all of us to hang out. Um, the camaraderie of it has, is lacking a little bit. None of the girls really know each other. And the jobs that we once all used to work all the time, I mean, we used to always get emails like, hey, can you work this? Can you work that? Um, that doesn't unfortunately happen anymore, even for the girls who are new playmates. I think they, you know, do things here and there, but as far as the brand ambassador job title, I think that that's kind of faded. I think you're definitely correct with that because you don't see it out there in the, in the open as much anymore. And being out in the open back then, it made it that, like, respected, that classic, that, you know, company that... This was a this was a game changer. This was a defining you know piece of Americana, if you will. And now it it seems like it's a little bit like in the dark, out of the out of the out of the light, uh, if you will. It's out of the spotlight. Yeah, and I think you know um, the brand is hanging on. They obviously are such an iconic brand, and they'll continue to be. 
but it's definitely not in the spotlight. They aren't, you know, in the spotlight like it used to be, unfortunately. If it ever did get back into where it used to be like the old times where they would have, you know, be out there more and, and they called you back, would you be, would you be right on board with going in and, and. Oh, totally. Right yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, Playboy's just been such a huge part of my life and such a great experience. So, yes, absolutely. Okay. We always like to do this whenever we have a guest on. We like to give a little bit of a rapid-fire question. It usually never turns out that way. We always end up going out on tangents with the answers that we get. So we'll, we'll I guess, maybe try to do this. We'll see how it goes. But uh, who's, who's the most famous person you've met, uh, obviously, other than you? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. How, how, did, that, how did that come to uh, take place? Uh, we were in Vegas working a Playboy event at Tal Beach Club, and he was there with, like, Kevin Connolly and some other guys, and they, for whatever reason, wanted to come over into our cabana. Like, us, we had a Playmate cabana, and it was probably, like, 20, 25 of us, and they wanted to come over and hang out in our cabana. So they they let them, <laughs> and then we got to meet him, and he was really nice. He was filming the Revenant at the time, so he had a big beard. <laughs> so it was weird because he didn't look like you know normal Leo. <laughs> okay. How, now, whenever I think of a cabana, it's like two or three you know chairs. Not very big. How, th- this seems more like a tent if you had 20 people in there. How big of a cabana was this? It was really big, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they if they just, like, used the the space, like, made the space bigger. But, yeah, it was it was really large. We had, like, two large bed seat things, and there was, like, tables and chairs. And, yeah, it was, it was really big. Now, was this set up just for... Uh you as um, models, or is this something that's always there? Uh, well, we were we were hosting, there was like a Playboy party at the okay. pool. It was a Playboy-themed party at Tau. And so they had hired all of us playmates to come and, you know, be there for the party. And um, we wore, like, black bikini bathing suits and bunny ears. And... Um, so it was definitely the party was, you know, specifically kind of set up for us. So, yeah, so they had the cabana, like, obviously, you know, spacious enough for all of us girls. Okay. Now, when you're doing, again, this is where I say that it's supposed to be rapid fire, but then I, I get, go off on tangents. <laughs> no uh, worries. <laughs> when you have that, what is the reception? Are, are guys being... Uh, respectful? Are they being douchey? Are they trying to hit on you? Like, do you kind of just ignore it? What, like, I mean, I'm not a very uh, attractive man. I've never had a woman hit on me, so I don't understand all this. So going on your, going on your uh, experience with it, what is that like having to, to deal with that? Well, we had security there, so we didn't really have, um, we didn't have to really deal with too many guys, but I do remember actually that day there was an incident, not with me personally, but one of the playmates was in the pool out of the like secured area that we had, like our cabana, you know, obviously was no one could come in there. None of the guys like could come in except for Leo, of course, and his friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so this one girl was in the pool area hanging out and some guy came up and I think he just like grabbed her or her ass or something. He grabbed her inappropriately and she freaked out, cussed him out. Oh, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, she was so mad. She was so upset because apparently it was like really, really inappropriate groping and it must have alarmed her because she made a, you know, as she should have, a really big deal, and she actually left. She she left the event. She's like, I don't even want to work. Like, this is BS. I'm out of here. And so, yeah, so stuff like that did happen, 
but you know it, honestly it, it never ha- it never happened to me um so i can't say but yeah in in that scenario it you know obviously things like that do, do happen yeah and and this is where asshole guys ruin a good thing that's my personal <laughs> Unfortunately, opinion. Unfortunately, I yeah. hate to say that they do, but sometimes, yes, they yeah. do. <laughs> All right. Moving on from that, what is your favorite guilty pleasure? Ooh, uh, watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stupid, but it is. So is that like a, uh, I'm not going out tonight, I don't care if the girls call, I'm going to get like chocolate chip cookie dough and watch, or is this just totally. whenever it's on? <laughs> yeah. That's like the, the guilty pleasure, staying in, ordering a pizza, takeout, whatever, you know, and then just having like a little binge marathon of keeping up. <laughs> oh, okay. My wife's got me hooked into uh, the uh, Bravo Housewives show, so I know right where you're coming from. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into those, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm actually paused on uh, the last, I think, I think it's the last Jersey Housewives, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Jersey uh, ladies are crazy. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I love food. If you ever saw a picture of me, you'd understand why. What is your favorite restaurant? It could be anywhere. Good question. Um, gosh, probably... Mm, that is a really tough question. <laughs> um, I love Italian food, and then I love a good steakhouse. Um, let's see, I just went to Mastro's in L.A. a couple of weeks ago, and it was so good. Um, so I'd have to say that would be just like recently one of my go-to favorites. Okay, and with that, you said you like uh, steakhouses, you like Italian. What would be the exact favorite food? Oh, like specific food. Okay, Um, my favorite food, I would say I love oysters. I love oysters, and they're an aphrodisiac. (laughs) Uh. So win-win. Yeah, I love oysters. They're so good. I'd say that might be my favorite. All right. I, I, there's a place down in Atlantic City when we go down there, and I, I have to stop there. I always get at least, you know, six right right when we get there or right when we leave. It's it's something I need to get. So I, I'm right on, on board with you. So good, right? I know. Do you drink? I do, yes. What would be your favorite adult cocktail? It could be beer, wine, uh, you know, a mixed drink, whatever. Definitely red wine. And then if I'm going to do liquor, uh, margarita, for sure. Okay. What type of red wine? Oh, a good cab. Okay. Nice, nice heavy cab. Mm, my favorite. <laughs> it makes me want a glass right now, actually. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm like three beers deep already. So if you want to pop a bottle, go ahead. <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I looked at your social media. You've been... A ton of places. You've been to Greece, France, Thailand, Italy, Bora Bora, Croatia, um, Riviera Maya. What is your favorite place to go to? Oh, man. I was I just got asked the other day, and I would say out of all of those places, I would say Thailand. Um, Italy is up there as well. The Amalfi Coast of Italy is stunning. I would say those are my top two. Um, I'm actually about to go to Bali March 16th through the 30th. Um, so I'll be, that'll be um, an amazing trip. I have a good feeling about it. But yeah, Thailand and, and Italy. Right, I understand the, uh, the Italian food. Does Thailand, is the cuisine there, what would it, is it more like uh, Japanese, Chinese, or does it have its own little flavor? It has its own flavor. So Thai food is like amazing. Um, Pad Thai noodles, if you're a beginner Thai eater, those are always, like, a good go-to if you if you haven't really, like, experimented with Thai food. It's very spicy. They use, like, these bird's-eye chilies and everything. Um, but it's amazing. 
All right. So are you, do you consider yourself a foodie? Absolutely. Major foodie right here. Yes. <laughs> now, have you ever hung out with Nikki Lee? Cause when she was talking to us uh, the one time she was, she said she's the same thing. Have you ever went out to dinner with her? We have. Yes. She and I have gone out to dinner a few times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she said that she, she told us about, uh, this pizza that she has at this one restaurant and they actually named it after her. So, you know, oh, it, I love that. <laughs> it seems like you, you girls have your finger on the pulse of, and it's amazing that you can look as good as you do, you know, and be this big of a food. <laughs> Gotta work out. Yeah, yeah. I have definitely hit the gym, but I do feel lucky to have that good metabolism so I can eat all the good food. <laughs> yeah. I look at a donut that goes straight to my ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, same. Okay, same. Donuts are definitely a big splurge. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> now, what would be maybe the place you went to that you maybe wouldn't want to go back to again? We don't want to badmouth any place, but it maybe wasn't your favorite. Yeah, sure. Um, I would say, hmm, I think. Where have I been? I wouldn't go. You know, I I honestly can't really think of anywhere. I mean, there are some states in the United States that I <laughs> I'm not too crazy about. Is one like, of them Ohio? Uh, I went to. I think it was like Iowa or um, North Dakota, and I was like, I don't, I, I could take it or leave it. Like, I didn't really. Yeah, didn't really need to go there again. Okay. Um, but there's honestly nowhere that I really, truly can say that I, I wouldn't go back to. I mean, I do have places that I don't have any desire to go to. Like, I don't really care to ever go to China or Russia. Yeah, definitely do not go to China anytime soon. <laughs> right? I know. Seriously, though. Yeah, China, Russia, and I said that before the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> I always said I just, like, don't, wouldn't really, I definitely want to check out Japan and, like, other Asian countries, but China's just not on the list. Uh, Russia's not on the list, and I could probably pass up going to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> so you prefer to be um, at the uh, golf course than the uh, the ski slope? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Okay, now, you grew up in the South, in Georgia, big college football area, big, you know, football's a big thing down there, you have the Atlanta Braves, you have all that going on, you go to, you go to California, are you, are you at all any bit of a sports fan? You know, I'm actually not a huge sports fan, but I get into it, because like you said, being from Georgia, my family is... Um, pretty, you know, into it. So um, by default, I just kind of know, you know, the teams and know stuff and hear them talk about it. But I'm not like a crazy huge sports fan, no. Okay, so if it, at Thanksgiving dinner you're not bringing up uh, Georgia, <laughs> you know, California football over Georgia then? Not so much, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they definitely are, so I hear all about it. They're big Georgia Bulldog fans, for sure. So they um, didn't go after like, your alma mater. Some family that they root for Georgia Tech, and so it's funny because they're always like rivals, you know. <laughs> so they they didn't want to go after your alma mater. No, well the Panthers just kind of got like sports teams not too long ago, and they're still kind of making a name. So I so no. <laughs> All right, so it's 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 a work in progress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, you were in Playboy. I guess this is maybe the best question we can uh, end with here. Mm-hmm. How did it change your life? How grateful are you to them? What what is your overall experience with it? I would have to say that. My experience with Playboy was so life-changing in such a positive way. Like, being grateful doesn't even do it justice. I mean, it's so incredible what it's done for uh, for my life. 
um, just the opportunities, the people that I've met, the network of friends that I have, the places that I, I got to travel to, um, you know, all of the amazing girlfriends that I made. Yeah, just incredible, honestly. Overall, really incredible. I'm so, I feel so um, lucky and blessed to have been a part of the Playboy family. All right. I mean, I think that's a perfect way to end off. I mean, we're glad that we were able to speak with you. We're glad that we were able to, uh, you know, bring up some experiences that you had and, and show how much this really impacted you and and pretty much everyone that's been on it has said the same thing it's been a meaningful impactful special relationship that you know you you always will get to have and not a lot of people get to have that so that that's it's special that you have something like that yeah i i definitely feel super lucky um to have had that opportunity and it is it's very you know rare and you know exclusive and and very special so yeah Okay. Very grateful. All right. Excellent. Um, would you like to promote your social media? Do you have any uh, other endeavors you'd like to promote? The, the, the floor is yours. Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram at Amy Lee Andrews and Twitter as well. Same thing. Um, I am currently kind of taking a little break from modeling. Um, My girlfriend and I are thinking about going to the Sports Illustrated 2020 casting, which is in June. Um, So (laughs) you never know. But, um, yeah, so I'm just kind of, you know, still doing my thing. And every now and then I'll host an event. Um, But, yeah, I've been focusing on my real estate lately. But definitely follow me on Instagram and you can see my... um, my travels and 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 get a little peek into my life excellent excellent and uh if you're ever coming up to new york and you know make sure you uh stop at the uh playboy club we'd love to uh you know see some photos of that when you go there absolutely i definitely will um that will happen soon sooner rather than later excellent well we appreciate it and like i said hopefully we get to uh speak again soon yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking with you. Oh, uh, no problem. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thank you. And that was Amy Lee Andrews. We were uh, very excited to have her on. And I guess Joe usually is great with the outros, and I'm not. So, till next week. Thank you. <laughs>